Hey guys, welcome back to the Sis Club Podcast. This is Angela McKay, and today I'm going to share with you a few takeaways that um, I received from the Maxwell PhD Leadership Program. I love the fact that Monate has not only given us an opportunity to learn and educate and grow our business with John Maxwell, they've also allowed John to customize a training for our company and the leaders in the company, which is nothing John's ever done before. And it's just really exciting to um, have gone through the first two courses with him and now finish this out with the last course, which is the PhD program. So, so excited to be a part of this. And I can't wait to share some of the knowledge that I'm receiving. I feel like as leaders, you know, that's what we do is we gain knowledge and we want to just pass that knowledge on so that you can place that into your business and really help yourself grow, um, help your team grow. And ultimately it helps your business and paycheck grow. So without any further ado, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, grab that mindset and let's go to the next level like we do each and every week. Now, this um, training we did with John was based on a book. They've sent us different books for this next year's training. And the first one was the John Maxwell, The Power of Five book. I had read this book prior to the book club, but I wanted to um, dive into it again. And if you're like me, um, one reading has always been challenging with my attention. Um, Audible is my best friend. However, I opened this book up and when I'm actually reading cover to cover, a highlighter and a pen helps me stay engaged and active. So if you're like me and reading is hard, I want you to just start with engagement reading where you're, you know, taking some notes on a journal, highlighting, writing in the book. Um, John said, you know, you mark it, the book is marked for you the first time you read it. And if you mark in it, guess what? Um, the book is marked for you as you reread those components. And I thought it was so funny he said that. It was like he was looking over my shoulder at my book. But, um, you know, a lot of people use this kind of tactic to do um, the reading exercises if they have trouble engaging. And honestly, before I got involved 13 years ago with direct sales, I probably hadn't really read a book for pleasure. It was probably college since I had really sat down and got into some reading um, as a busy mom of seven, it was just nothing that I was really good at focusing on. And so I didn't find pleasure in reading. I have um, read countless books now since I've been in this industry. And that's one thing I love. It's personal development disguised by really awesome products. And there's no doubt that this is a personal development program. Now, I was at a leadership summit this past weekend that I hosted in Destin, Florida. And a couple of women around the table said, you know, it's really hard for me to read. And I shared that tactic. But I also said... Start with a goal with reading. Um, 10 pages a day is a book a month. And sometimes that's a chapter. Or that's equivalent to like a reading a chapter. And so if you have a an attention span like I do where shiny objects take you places um, or you have distracting thoughts or focus or even it's just retention and application, use some of these tactics I've shared with you here today to really not only get into books, but understand that they are so important for you as you grow your business. When you're working with people, it's important for you to continually grow yourself. You're gonna be placed with um, diverse personalities, challenging situations, and I always say there is no glass ceiling. 
You are always growing. It doesn't matter what level of the business you're in. You should always be growing yourself. So, all right. Power of five. John C. Maxwell, our mentor, our friend, and boy, he dropped some goodness today. Um, So he said, you know, when you're reading, another great thing to do is do kind of a lunch and learn. And so I think moving into 2022, we're going to have a team book club. I hope you applaud that and are excited about that. I feel like January is going to be the perfect place and space to start that book club. And I will be rolling out the books of 2022 um, for you. It might be a great thing to put on your holiday list. Um, and might be a great way to get uh, your team that first book and help them get become leaders and readers too. So the power of five. Well, it's all about layered learning. When you read something, you're learning. But when we sit here in a podcast or in a mastermind or at a leadership summit or even at a small lunch and learn, that's layered learning, which means it's continued growth and learning. So it's more application. And I love that because it helps me kind of say, I'm going to pull the information off the pages and I'm going to put it into an action plan. And so um, today he talked about the seven motivations of connection. And I thought that this was a really good thing for him to pull out of this book because this is what we do in our business. We connect with people. And, and connection is so important. And oftentimes people are asking like, how do I connect with people? Or it may translate into something like, how do I find people? If someone said that to you on your team, or maybe you found yourself saying that, that is a connection question. And so um, what I would like to say is you want to make sure you write these down because these are going to be something that you can reflect back upon here and um, maybe talk in in little spurts about on social media, adding value, or with your team, right? And so the first thing, let me make sure I'm pulling it out here, right? Connections. Um, Is the the law or, or the, not the law, getting into it. The seven motivations of connection. Um, There's four roots to motivation. You've got to love people, right? You've got to love and... Because if you love someone, you, you want to add value to them, right? You want to connect with them and you want to motivate them. And so loving people is important. Two, um, you have to love your work, which is so important because that's how you stick and stay. And then you have to love success. Um, so these, these roots of motivation, um, loving people, loving your work, loving success, and most important, what motivates you? Those are the things that are going to keep you in traction with your business. And so let's talk for a few minutes about that. Loving people, like I said, is about you really can't motivate people that you don't value. So you want to make sure that you value each and every team member. Um, And and that's important to spend time. That's why you can't speed date um, your business or successful relationships within the business. Um, Loving your work is you've got to go back to the beginning if you're feeling stuck. You have to go back to the beginning and find out why you started and more importantly, why you're going to want to keep going. Um, That's a purpose-driven question. And so if you're struggling in this space, you're like, I don't know why I love it. That's where you need to camp out because nothing else can apply until you get to this space um, of understanding your purpose and what really 
is going to get you to love what you do. What's going to get you the joy of jumping out of bed and starting to work your business without any kind of excuse or pullback. Um, loving success. You know, give your give yourself a goal. What does success mean to you in Monet? Now, I think this is really applicable when you have a team. You need to understand what what they see, see or deem as success. Um, that word success means a lot of things to a lot of people. Sometimes it has a monetary indication. Sometimes it has um, a personal, you know, achievement that might be like a rank or achieving a, you know, maybe the car level or a trip, a goal that they're running for. And sometimes it's just time freedom, right? So money, time, or some type of, of accolade or accomplishment. And so you need to understand what your team defines as success because if you aren't motivated by money and I'm talking about, oh, you can run for this bonus and make this, or you can do this and make so much money. And if you bring this person in, you'll advance rank and you can earn the bonus. You know, that's not going to motivate you because I'm not speaking into your motivational love language. I'm giving you probably something that's probably my motivational love language. And that's what often most leaders do is they speak from their space. And so you've got to get out of your own space and start asking your team, what is their motivation and what is their definition of success in Monet? What does it mean to them? And I would make that a very important exercise. I would go to your leaders and have a one-on-one conversation and ask that question in your next, next call. And if you don't have calls set up, you need to reach out to your team and talk to them and have these kind of calls because it's going to build that relationship. They're going to see value in the relationship. You're going to see value in the relationship. And again, remember, you can't motivate people um, unless you value them and love them. So um, the other thing is, is what motivates you? Now, um, motivated people or motivate people. Now, I think in order for you to get your team inspired, you have to demonstrate motivation. And so if you're the ho-hum leader and you're complaining back office or uh, you're in a, in a rut and you're taking that to your team, no one else is going to light a fire under them. You have to be that fire for yourself and someone else. That's a leader. And so being able to recognize that and really work in that space of awareness is key for your success. Um, I think, you know, let's see. Uh, You need to create and empower and impact lives. You have to have an I statement. Now, John talks about this. If you ever heard John Maxwell talk, he says, I'm in the business of adding value to people. He says this in almost every book and every time I've heard him speak, he is your friend and he is here to add value to you. And that's what he's done in his career is he's created content to add value to other people. Now for you, you need to ask yourself, what is your power I am statement? What are you doing this for? I am doing Monate so that blank. Now, this is something that if we were coaching one-on-one and I I signed you up, we would have this conversation in your onboarding call because this is where purpose kind of pulls out. And this is what keeps traction for the new person because if they get a little frustrated, if I know why they're doing it, 
I know that when they're having the hard day, I can kindly remind them of their purpose and say, hey, remember when you told me you were doing this because you're tired of not being able to go and to your son's game all the time and you hate missing out on those moments? That's going to pull them back in, right? But if you don't know that, you can't have that conversation and that can become a slippery slope. So it's so important for you to really understand that so that you can have high quality conversations and coaching moments with your team. Now, I love the fact that purpose is really adding value to leaders. Um, That's everyone's purpose in Monet. You're wanting to add value in some way. You just have to kind of define that and cultivate that and make it a little bit more of your own. So for me, it's like I want to motivate and empower and impact lives. You know, I want to help moms like me learn how to hire themselves and live unapologetically. That's kind of my personal mission statement. And so you might want to develop your own personal mission statement so that you have a clear idea of why you show up and what you're going to do. And oftentimes I see this a lot too on social media. If they're like, you know, it's really hard. I don't know what to say or do. Um, you're not, you're not purpose driven. You're not working from a purpose, purpose centric space. And therefore you're kind of waffling out there on social media, unsure of what to post. But if you know, like me, my purpose is to help women like myself hire themselves and live unapologetically. I am creating spaces and conversations around that. I'm posting things that are going to get me to conversations to women who would want to hire themselves and live unapologetically. So I'm creating content for moms. I'm, I'm talking about pain points of the mom that might be having to drop their kid off at daycare. I'm, I'm, I'm showing how to work and be a mom by you know, juggling all the hats and still look like I have some sanity. So it's very important to understand that when you're working your business. Now, um, I'm not going to go through all the high, high points here that he gave, but I'm going to hit a couple more high points that I think they're tangible enough that you can take into your business this week and start to see some results. Um, and what I would encourage you to do is if we have not done a coaching call in the recent, you know, I would say the last 60 days, you need to jump over to my website, AngelaKMcKay.com, and you need to do, hit that discovery call button and schedule one because that's where I'm going to dive deeper into these seven connection points and help you identify um, some of those strengths and where you're kind of going to kind of pull out and know it, have a clear idea of your communication style and how to connect, and more importantly, how to motivate. So um, make sure you take advantage of that. That's a free call to you, friend. If you're on my team, that's a free call. If you're not on my team and you're picking this up, you know, that's a call that can be made and we can schedule that and there's a small fee involved. But for my my Monate team, my coaching has no dollar signs behind it. It is all servant leadership just given to you. Um, How many reasons do you have to get to a dream? Let's talk about that. I started that for a reason because I thought this is some goodness. Um, <clears throat> you know, we hear all the time from Senor Louise, dream bigger. And most of you are probably like me. When you started Monate, no one really talked to you about dreams. We were kind of on the treadmill of monotony. Uh, maybe we'd given up on dreams. Maybe we hadn't thought about dreams since we were a little kid with a blanket cape running around our living room. Or maybe we were a dreamer in high school, like, I'm going to go do this, and I'm going to travel, and what were your dreams? And then life happens, and somewhere along the way, someone slaps you on the hand and says, silly girl, 
you don't dream when you're older. You know, this is just how it is. And I'm here to tell you, friend, that isn't just how it is. And don't let anyone slap you on your wrist and tell you that because you have the ability to live a life that's not by the the average design. And that's one of the beautiful things about this company and this industry. It allows you to time compress and create a financial and time freedom if you work hard enough. You're able to sit there and design a life that you want to live, work with people who you want to work, work where you want, when you want, and do what you love. And that is purpose-driven work. And so that is, an, that is the dream job, right? And, and you can fill the blanks and put in who you want to work with and where you would want to work with and what days and hours you'd want to work with. And more importantly, why are you working for it? Um, those are the fill in the blanks that you have to fill in. But that is working the dream job or dreaming bigger. Now, I love the fact that he says you have to have many reasons to want to get to that dream, right? So if you have a dream when you sign Monet, your dream is just to pay off a car payment, that's not a very long-term dream, right? And that's why Senor Luis said dream bigger. When I sat around that boardroom table and we gave him answers because none of us knew what a dream was in our life, um, he kept saying you gotta dream bigger because low-lid dreams aren't gonna hold people in place long-term. Let me say that again, low-lid dreams are not gonna hold people in place long-term. What I mean by that is if you're just wanting to make a few bucks to pay off something, once that's paid, then what? Then what? So that's why it's so important to work with your mentor or work with a coach in the organization so that they can sit there and help you not only say, I want to do that, but I, I want to do so much more than that. And so often people don't have that conversation because they never have. But if you're going to talk with me, I'm going to tell you right now, if you spend some time with me, I'm going to have you dreaming bigger than you ever have before, because that is a life that you want to live. And, and you have to have, like John said, multiple reasons as to why you want to obtain that dream. You can't just have one reason to show up. Sometimes you got to find a reason that's so important. You know, oftentimes people come into this business because they need a solution. They wait till... Excuse me. There is not many options on the table, right? They they come in with almost desperate, like I need this because I was in the in the space where I was going to lose something or I was feeling some pain. Now you can wait till a pain point comes into your life and look for the solution, but why not be proactive and start dreaming and assigning your 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 work and your actions to a space that you can achieve and not have the pain points. And so I thought like that was such a really cool topic that he talked about today. And I thought that's something that any one of us could talk about on a call for a good bit because that is the foundation. That is the foundation. If you want to build a Monate business, you got to have some purpose. You got to have some vision and you got to have a dream. You got to have a reason to get up and do it. And often when people aren't showing up and they aren't getting new market partners or their video or their um, VIP customers aren't growing and their sales are diminishing, it's just because they don't have a purpose. They don't have a dream. They have no reason to go talk to anybody. But I always said, if you were going to go to work tomorrow and you had a flat tire, you'd find a way to get to work, right? Because that's your income stream. You need it because if you don't go to work, you don't get paid. Well, sometimes we don't treat our business in Monet with that same urgency. 
We don't sit there and say, well, if I don't get in this vehicle called Monet today and drive my vehicle towards my dream, well, there's always tomorrow. Well, if you have a lackadaisical attitude about your business, I guarantee you it reflects in your check and you're probably frustrated because you haven't recruited anyone or you don't have a business because you don't have any urgency and you don't have any dreams. And so you really want to camp on that, guys. If you're feeling that right now, if I'm speaking to you and you're kind of like, what does she know? Um, I'm speaking to you and you're getting a little uncomfortable because it resonates in your heart. And you know, you know it's true. It's time to get real. It's time to show up. It's time to really focus in on this because it is possible. But you got to have more than one reason to get to that dream. Now, I love the fact that he also says that... um, Oh, this is good. Let me take a little sip. Mm. I've been training since last week and I'm getting a little hoarse. So I have to drink water. I apologize, but we got to move on here. You have to understand what people need to do <coughs> in your business. If you don't understand what you need to do, you're not going to do it. I did a whole train day training on this essentials and systems um, at our summit Because a lot of girls came in saying, I just need a roadmap. I need to know what to do. If I know what to do, I can do it. But if you don't know what to do, you won't do it. And that's where you get the frustration. And so everyday essentials for your business are layered with consistency is how this dream gets to become a reality. Now, most of the time people don't get to the dream because they don't even know what the everyday essential for business is. And they're not consistent. You know, they're, they, they, may, they may know what to do, but they just don't do it enough. They do it a few times and they quit because I guess you're supposed to three strikes, you're out, right? Um, but no, actually, it's the uh, everyday essentials in your business or what we call an IPA or a daily method of operation, a DMO, income producing activities or a daily method of operation consistently done will get you to where you want to go in your business. And so it's important that you understand those things. Do you have the everyday essentials, those IPAs and DMOs? And my friend, I will be very quick to say that a DMO is not posting on social media. It is not just creating TikTok videos. If those TikTok videos aren't translating into new customers and new team, that is not a DMO. That is a hobby. It is not getting you results and you need to dive in there because the last thing you want to do is sit there and do this over and over again and expect different results and and be frustrated. And so I would really encourage you if you are like, I don't know what essential everyday things are for my business to really get with your leader, get with myself and, and take some time to think about DMOs. Now we've got a couple really good episodes in our podcast here talking about how to work your business smarter, not harder. Maybe dive into that episode. Um, mastery. <clears throat> you know, I think this is really important too. He was talking about mastery and he was talking about like the amount of people percent wise that really are at the top. He said your top 20% will do well in Monet, right? So 20% of your team, they're going to do well. That's probably, you know, they're working they're hitting MNB consistently. They're making enough money to make, you know, some things happen in their life. And they're they're satisfied there. They're happy there. Uh, 10% do really well. Those would probably be the, those Cadillac earners, right? Um, the ones that are earning some of the trips. They're like, man, I'm living my, this is amazing. I'm making some money. I'm driving a car. I'm going on some trips. 
Um, this, I see some growth. I'm excited. But the one percenters, these are the people that do very, 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 very well, right? Those are the people that are your million dollar club earners. Those are the ones that have organizations, the ones that are walking the stage at convention, the ones that are producing the car earners and the 10 percenters, right? Those are the ones that are, are standout. Those are the ones that are getting the dream, right? The big dream that everyone wants on their, on their vision board. So you have to ask yourself one, are you a one percenter? And if you are, how many one percenters do you have on your team? And if you don't have any on your team, how many are you going to recruit? Because when you start talking about one percenters, you can't just sit there and move bodies into your business and expect to get one percenters. You have to start looking and, and not recruiting just anybody in your business. And this is one of the first things he talked about was you got to get picky. And so often people are picky and they're sitting there saying, I don't know how to motivate my team. Guess what? One percenters, you don't have to motivate. They're hungry. They're calling you. They're all, they're learning. They're, they're, they're willing to do the activity and not be told. They're not making excuses. They're showing up. They're treating it like a business. And so you have to ask yourself, one, are you a one percenter? And more importantly, how many one percenters do you have on your team or are you going to recruit on your team? Now, I will not dive deep into this tonight, but it will be an episode coming up because I think one percenting, one percenter mindset is so key because when you start to get picky in your business, you start to get rid of problems. You, I, you don't have drama, right? You have expectation. You create the right atmosphere to thrive and that's encircling yourself with the right people. Um, so often people say, oh my gosh, she's so many people. She's amazing. Well, not if they're not, all, not if they're the 20, 10 or one percenters, if there are a whole lot of people not showing up. That's really, what does that speak? It could speak in the opposite. It could say, man, she's not right. <laughs> so that's important to understand. <clears throat> so ask yourself, how many one percenters do I have or will I have in my business? And what are one percenters? They're, they really are the gifted ones. They're the ones that have high expectation. They are consistent. They're dissatisfied a lot because they want to do better. You know, they're always moving that bar. They're never just going to camp out. Um, and, you know, they just really love what they do. And it's a gift. Um, I think, you know, for for the most part, that's what we all want, right? Not only to build your dream, but build your dream team. Um I'm not going to get into like um, purpose and progress or how to highly motivate and help people level up. That's definitely a one-on-one conversation I'd love to have with you. But I would end in this. In the next three months, I want you to ask yourself, one, how are you going to improve yourself right now, today in November till December 31st before the calendar flips and you step into a new year? How are you going to end the year? So often we focus on I'll start when, but how are you going to end? And because you've got to work your business from this point forward to end on that goal. Don't get hyper-focused in the long term of 2022 and, and put this off as a wash for the year. So many people do that. They're frustrated in their business. They haven't hit their thing and they say, oh, it's the holidays. I'm just going to push it aside and next year I'll do it. And I'm going to tell you right now, friend, I would say you probably won't if that's your mindset. If you can push it off 60 days, you can push it off six months, six years, you can push it off and never achieve it. 
It's the 1% mindset that says, you know what? I have got less than 60 days left on this calendar. These are, I want to, I want to format three goals, three things I'm working for. One personal, one professional, and one team oriented. And I'm going to push for those goals as if 2022 doesn't exist. I want to push and I want to end on a win. And that's what I encourage you guys to do. Um, and that was not from John. That was just from Angie because I feel like when I've worked this business for as many years as I've had, I can tend to see human behavior about this time. You have your few leaders who are, have shown up all year consistently, one percenters. They're excited about the holiday because they know the potential of right now and timing. And they know that what they do now is going to create their, their momentum in 2022. Then you got a whole lot of people who sat there, didn't quite get consistent, maybe didn't have the success that they wanted. And then because of the inconsistency and not showing up and maybe even having a dream, guess what? It's easy to dismiss this last part of the year. It's easy to say, ah, I don't want to feel the pain of acknowledging that I haven't showed up for myself. So I'm going to kind of cushion it and pretend like I'm going to make it better next year because that feels better than the disappointment that I have when I look at my goals and in the mirror. Now, I would encourage you to look in the mirror and own it and say, I haven't shown up the way I should have needed to show up, but that changes today. That changes today. And I'm going to do three things in my business intentionally in the next 45 days because I am going to end on a win. I'm going to create the momentum to start in 2022, but I am going to end strong and start stronger. And that's where I want to leave you with tonight is that we're right here at the 30 minute marker of this podcast. And I went over a few minutes, but it was important because I think timing is everything. And I think right now you're in a season of massive expansion. If you put your head down and go to work, I believe that your business by this time next year could look completely different. And, and you could be the one sitting here talking to a group of people and helping them build their business. Or you could be the person that plugs out, unplugs, says, no, not now. I'm going to wait because I want to, you know, what, drink eggnog and pretend like I'm, I'm going to do it in 2022 and not even get there. Now, friend, I don't want that to be you. I want you to show up. I want you to go up and I want you to impact lives because that's what you said you wanted to do. So you need to revisit that purpose that I talked about at the beginning of this podcast. You need to define your dream a little bit more and you need to ask yourself, what motivates you? What do you need to do? You need to love people and add value to them, right? You need to love what you do and understand why you're going to show up and jump out of bed with joy and anticipation for success and not feel the opposite, which is the excuses and, and not expecting anything to change. Anticipate your success. Anticipate the yes. Anticipate the you moving your business, growing exceptionally over the next 60 days and the, and the momentum of the season and expect and anticipate even bigger success in 2022. If you haven't got a market partner, anticipate your next person that you speak to to, jo- to join you because when you approach it with that attitude and that joy, you will start to create that result in your life. 
And so I hope this spoke to you. I hope you got some goodness out of it. As always, thank you for coming in and taking some time. But don't just listen for yourself. Share it with your team. I always challenge you to share it with three people that you want to see win with Monet. And so tag those three people, whether it's a prospect, whether it's a team member, or maybe it's just someone that you think this message might resonate with something they're doing in their life. The reality is, is everything I teach and train on here, it's mindset and leadership training. It is business training, but it can be applied in so many different spaces and places. So don't just stop with you. Remember, Monet is a gift and it's meant to be given. Pass it on to the next person. And so until next week, friend, I hope you have a blessed week. Stay safe. And more importantly, let's go out and let's make an impact together. Bye-bye.